0: I find it funny that Aladdin got so much bad backlash pre theatrical release. People were saying things like, oh, the CGI looks bad, oh, he's not blue enough, the outfits look bad, etc., etc. But my favorite one was Will Smith will never replace Robin Williams. And I'm like, no shit. Robin Williams gave one of the greatest performances of all time with a style that will never be replicated. What more do you want? <laughs> and after all that shade being thrown on Guy Ritchie's Aladdin prior to its release, when it really came down to it, it really should have been Lion King, y'all should have been worried about. <laughs> tisk, tisk. All right, let's get it. Welcome nerd and nerdettes. Today's podcast episode features talks of Emmy nominations, 90s nostalgia, and Hakuna Matata. (laughs) You're now listening to Featuring Dez. Welcome my fellow nerd and nerdettes. Um, Welcome to another new review episode of Featuring Dez. And once again, I'm your host Dez. And (laughs) as you can probably tell by that prelude I just gave, I will be giving my thoughts on the newest Lion King film. But before we hop straight into my thoughts on this Lion King film, first I got a few topics and stories I wanna go over. So let's get it. First up um, is what I wanna call the inspiration story of the day. And that is that Miss Gwendolyn Christie from the mega hit TV series, Game of Thrones, which recently just came to a close, that series is stacked with great performances. And Miss Gwendolyn is one of the many great actors in this series, well, Many, like myself, were just a tad bit shocked when we found out that HBO and company didn't submit her to the Emmys. Well, when Miss Christie realized this, you know, she took it upon herself to nominate herself. Now, I don't know about you guys, but to me, that's one of the most badass things an actor can do. That's when you know you are uber confident in the work you put out. Now, the most dope part about this story is she actually got into the Emmys. She basically sent a, meta- a metaphorical middle finger to the team that didn't submit her. That's gangster. <laughs> now, honestly, though, I'm making this out to be a bit more brash of a move than what, actually, than, than what it actually was. Um, this is what Miss Christie actually had to say on the matter. And I quote, I checked if it was inappropriate. I checked if it was an inappropriate thing to do. And I was told it wasn't. People submit themselves all the time. I truly never expected it to manifest in a nomination. And I don't think anybody else did either. But I just had to do it for me. And I had to do it as a testament to the character and what I feel she represents. Boy, (laughs) I love this woman. Nerd and Nerdettes, that's some awesome shit. And I'm happy for her. And I truly hope she walks away with the win. I hope she wins. All right, moving on to the next topic. Now, for those of you that don't know, I very much so am a 90s kid. One of the biggest pop and one of the biggest pop culture icons of the 90s were the Power Rangers. And in the year 2017, we got ourselves an okay ish Power Rangers movie. And I was cautiously optimistic walking into it. And I probably was even more excited leaving the theater, believe it or not, because, like, Pasha was in the past. We've gotten Power Rangers movies before, and I'm just gonna say it: they were god awful. <laughs> now, with that said, I thoroughly enjoyed those god awful movies. Why? Because they gave me everything I wanted in a Power Rangers movie, even if it was executed in a childish manner. Now, in in 2017. Uh, I, like many others, was pleasantly surprised when we got into the theater and found out this movie had a lot more heart to it than we initially realized. And the cast was so damn good. Like, <laughs> I truly appreciated the whoever chose the cast for, for the 2017 Power Rangers movie. I truly appreciate them. This movie was basically a great <laughs> throwaway fun film. And I'm willing to admit <laughs> I I wanted to be fed more, so I like many others have been awaiting a sequel. Like it, but unfortunately, we're not getting that sequel guys. See, apparently a remake is on its way. A Power Rangers remake is on its way and Power Rangers is a guilty pleasure of mine. so I will most definitely be checking out this remake when it drops. but the original cast, I feel like was so perfect for the time. I mean, it's not like these guys were, like, grade-A actors or anything, but I think they're going to be great a actors, and I think getting that original cast back is going to be a difficult task anyway, so maybe it is kind of a good thing we are moved on um, to a remake, because now all the casts are all doing bigger and better things, because the original Pink Ranger, for example, just recently played Jasmine in the Aladdin movie, and she's a part of the new Charlie's Angels reboot, so she's got that going for her, and then uh, my boy, the Blue Ranger, he's big in the indie film scene, so... He's, he's doing he's doing big things there. The Black Ranger was just recently in Aquaman and Black Mirror. So, there's that. And I believe he was casted in an upcoming uh, Kung Fu film as well. And then the Red Ranger, who's probably the most well-known. Uh, he, um, he He's now starring in a no-introduction-needed series, Stranger Things, on Netflix. So, you know, all, all of them are doing cool things. And so, yeah, I'm sad that there will be no sequel to the 2017 Power Rangers. But I'm glad the Rangers get to live on in some capacity. All right, guys, that's a wrap on the news for right now. So let's get into this review, shall we? Skirt. Now, before we get into this review, let's hear a few words about my sponsor. Yeah, yeah. So, 2019 has surprisingly been a solid year for movies. There are many still I'm excited about, but I regret to say that Lion King will probably, most likely, go down as the biggest disappointment of the year for me. For me. See, Lion King King was the very first movie I ever saw as a child. And it was a turning point for me. I became obsessed with the theater experience after that. Even in in Disney films alike, actually. I became obsessed with both uh, the theater experience and Disney films alike. And... It's still one of the best films of all time. So it's not just some childhood nostalgia I have glazed over this film. Now, yes, I had high hopes going into this. uh, Yes, I had high hopes going into this John Favreau directed project. But my expectations weren't too high since I myself am not too fond of any of the recent Disney live action adaptations. With the exception being maybe Aladdin. And Aladdin was just... (laughs) Okay, Aladdin was fun, I guess. So, I sat down with my colleagues to enjoy this early screening of Lion King. And, you know, I was a bit nervous. But that nervousness soon went away as the iconic score started playing. Woo, boy. (laughs) Suddenly, I found myself enjoying this flick. Then, as the film went on, yo, I found myself kind of bored. (laughs) that's not good, man. I found myself kind of bored just wishing the film had more life to it. I wish it had taken more risk as well. Now, if I had to sum up 2019's Lion King in one word, that word would be underwhelming. Now, don't get me wrong. Kids will enjoy this film and your average movie-going audience will be entertained. But Lion King, for me, was a disappointment. I did, however, enjoy Donald Glover's take on Simba. He gave Simba a bit more humor than was than what was originally found in the OG film. But he wasn't the best actor in the movie. Best voice acting has to either go to the great Chiwetel Ejiofor, whom some of you may know from roles like Twelve Years a Slave or playing Baron Mortal and Doctor Strange. Shortertail 4 brought to life the legendary villain Scar, and he did an excellent job. Dude, you could f- just feel the gravitas and the weight of everything he was saying. It was great. Singing could have used some work, <laughs> definitely could have used some work, but his voice acting was, was on point. Now, a close second, if not number, number one as well, would be surprisingly Mr. John Oliver, who played Zazu. Not even kidding you, Homeboy was killing it. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. Surprisingly, though, Miss Beyonce Knowles, who I'm a, big, which I'm a big, who I'm a big fan of, she was solid. She was just okay. She was serviceable, and I feel like all the comedic actors, like Seth Rogen, gave me uh, many laughs throughout this film. Actually, they gave me my money's worth in laughter. But particularly, I want to highlight Mr. Keegan Michael Key and Eric Andre. I felt their relationship I found to be the most humorous in the film. They played two of the hyenas, (laughs) and they killed it. (laughs) They were so awkward. Now, side note, for those of you who truly want to see Lion King remade properly, man, I suggest you go see the 2018 box office juggernaut film known as Black Panther. Now, I'm not saying they're the exact same film, but what I am saying is that they share enough similarities that anyone who's looking for a Lion King-esque plotline would enjoy it. And, you know, they're both owned by Disney, so you know there's that. <laughs> now, Lion King was not a horrible movie by any means, but it was clear to me that the film needed a bit more love. It needed a bit more Disney love before it's released. And if it truly wanted to make a movie worthy of the Lion King legacy, man, they should have just taken a bit more time instead of using a strong title as just another cash grab. And that disappointed me. That hurt me, honestly. Also, uh, I'm I'm being a bit harsh here. I'm being a bit harsh on Lion King. Lion King 2019 was underwhelming, sure, but it's still a pretty fun film for the family. It's just missing that magic. And guys, I'm not gonna lie, a good example I mean by magic, dude, there are some scenes that needed magic and some life, bro. Like two scenes I wanna bring up is Simba singing about how he just can't wait to be king. He's supposed to be hype. You're supposed to be high. you're supposed to be hype, but yet a lot of the times when uh, the characters were singing or saying stuff, their their faces didn't didn't emote properly. I felt like uh, as excited as Simba was saying he was, he didn't look excited. <laughs> It'd be like uh, Wednesday from um, uh, the Adams Family, uh, like saying like how excited she is, but you know Wednesday always has that dreary dead face. It's like that, and dude, that hurt me. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta come, uh, take some stills from the original film and some stills from this new film and put them side to side, and you can just see the difference in emotion. And another example is that when True to Tell Edgy Four is getting ready to do his uh, be prepared, <laughs> be prepared. He's trying to hype up those hyenas, let them know, bro. That scene was such a letdown. Man, Jeremy Irons brought the gravitas toss with the original film. He's like, ooh, <laughs> he had so much charisma. And <laughs> t- 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 forward, uh Twitter edgy for it he 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 executed his scar the best way possible. But what I'm saying is is that the singing scenes were just eh. Honestly, this film should have just took the singing scenes out if they're gonna have people look so lifeless. But yeah guys, fun film for the family, just wasn't my cup of tea, and um Okay, speaking of charisma, bro, Will Smith was killer in that in that Aladdin film. I've not done a re, uh, an actual uh, audio of uh, review of Aladdin, but I, I shall though. I, that was the one one of the films like a lot of people were worried about, but Will Smith helped save that movie, and so did everyone else involved. Yeah, guys, thanks for letting me chat your ear off today. This is Des from featuring Des signing out. Peace. <laughs> Be prepared. <laughs> Attention, are as wet as a warthog's backside. Prepare for sensation. A shiny new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when well, at last I am.